Full Service Radio is proudly supported and hosted by Simplecast, the easiest way for a podcast creator to publish and distribute audio on the internet. For more information, visit Simplecast.com. Full Service Radio. Welcome to Windows Seat, live from the Line Hotel in Adams Morgan, Washington, D.C., broadcasting on Full Service Radio. I'm one of your hosts, Omari. I'm here with Chris. What's happening? We were provided this opportunity by the Adams Morgan Youth Leadership Academy, also known as Amila. And uh, we just kicking it today, right? That's all we doing. We don't, uh, I think we got a guest. Yeah, but we're not going to call him a guest. Yeah, he's quite. not really a guest. Not because he's not important. Nah, he's just here. He's just with us today. So we could, we got three hosts today. <laughs> Do we? Yeah. Yeah, we need some help anyway, because um, I was telling them before this show started. I don't think we, we're really current enough um, like we should be. And I want to talk about current events, but part of me feels like I, I, I don't want to talk about current events, because this shit is boring to me. It is boring. And every, it's, all, it's all over the place, right? That's all they do is talk about the same things over and over again. Yeah. So let me, let me explain this. Um, I was just walking up the street, and I met Jay at a party here. Right. Um, and it's... It was... It, tell them the party. It was the Full Service Radio Season 1 uh, celebration complete, yeah, party. Yeah. Where I learned that we did 200,000 listens. I'm laughing because... I think it was over 200,000. Oh, look at you. <laughs> <laughs> we need sponsors. Right. But, um, yeah, um, I met Jay there, and... I was coming up the street to shoot the show today, and uh, the guest that we originally had lined up uh, had to cancel for whatever reason. It seems like that keeps happening, but maybe we got to get better on Because we're not end. there yet. Yeah, yeah. As soon as we get important, ain't nobody, nobody. We're going to be like, nah, we don't yeah. need you. I'm, I'm, I'm going to start turning up um, my emails I send out to get people on. Like, I, don't, I don't know how I'm going to um, lie, but I got I to gotta do something. Yeah. No more last-minute cancellations. And uh, Jay was kind enough to come join us, so... I want to introduce Jay Cousteau. Good, brother. Good. Jay, we, you got to introduce yourself, Jay. We don't really know. Hi. Uh, uh, my name is Jay Cousteau. I'm from Northeast D.C. Uh, just a very talented, talented in- individual. Um, I let my actions speak for myself. So, like, I got some music coming uh, soon. So... Jay, I got to ask you, it's it's Jack back here in the booth, I got to ask you, and Jay's a homie of the station, Um, you don't call yourself a rapper, right? I remember last time you were saying that. Nah, I I don't call myself a rapper, because it's like, that's what everybody want to be, I'm just a creative, because like, I do more than, I do more than make music, so, and then like, I incorporate my music with whatever I do. So, I heard a song just, just a moment ago, I don't know if that song is out. Flip. Yeah, it's out. I'm not going to lie to you. It took one impression, and what's funny is I look back, Jay's standing behind all of us. He's smiling. He's just taking it because he already know he got something. Yeah, you think what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, if you get a chance, check him out. Where can we find you? Uh, I'm everywhere. Apple Music, Tidal, Spotify. Just type in Jay Cousteau, and it'll pop up. Okay. That works for me. Works for me, too. All right. So um, It's interesting. I was telling Omari, too, as we were watching that video, because we had a dope guest last week, and, like, 
totally, totally different generations, totally different lineage, totally different influences. It's just interesting to see week to week like that. Right. So last week we, we interviewed Kingpin Slim. He's uh, also a local artist. I don't even like the way you said that. Why? I'm, I'm going to tell you man. why. That's my man. Kingpin King burned this microphone up so bad that I feel like you, you got you to put a little bit more bass in your voice when you say well, it. Well, like, you, you do it then. <laughs> okay, I don't know. I, I said like it because I know you were going to be like, wow. Yeah, yeah, like you got to sell it. Don't, <laughs> don't make him sound nice. Yeah, like he, yeah. really, he really did us. Uh, a yeah. solid no, hit, he so. did the damn thing yeah, yeah. I fuck with King son. yeah but That's he's a man. different sound than what you have yeah we actually working on some shit so oh together y'all oh, gonna hear a new sound okay yeah damn, DC, DC artists work together man got to man they say we don't so just gotta prove them wrong I ain't gonna lie I'm one of the people that say DC artists don't I still I, I don't see it quite yet but, but I wanna lo- see I, it I didn't know that either I think I'm, we learning that though shit, I'm an outsider I'm just saying just that being not, fresh <laughs> it's not it's not uh it's not covered all the time, so that's why people don't know. But people just got to bring it to light. Like it's it's a lot of DC artists working together, but at the same time, people just got to like learn how to um, just learn how to like not always want to gain something. Like what I'm gonna get if I work with you. Like that's how people be looking sometimes. Like what I'm what am I going to get if I work with you? You know what I'm saying? Am I going to get some clout? Am I going to get paid? Like just work just because you want to work with somebody. And right. if it's not like that, you shouldn't be working with them. Yeah, it's something to take in collaboration, period, man. You, I mean, you just might walk away learning something. That sound you got is completely different, like what Jack just said. It, I just wasn't expecting it, but, you know, by the third bar, I was like, I, like I get it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> by the third bar, I, I got it. Play a little taste, because no one else got to hear this. This is what, from like a, a year ago, Jay? Would ago. you like Uber oh. or a Lyft? Huh. Hey, what? I told that bitch to grab her shit. Right. Hey, what? she said she wasn't sucking dick. Huh. Hey, what? I told her she can take her shit. Sheesh. Hey, Sheesh. man, I'm cooling on a strip. I told Chef go grab yeah. the glick. Right. Man, these niggas talking shit, but they ain't really with the shit. Your main bitch, she yeah. like the strip. Whoa. My money, I make Whoa. it flip. And we bout to turn up, cause what? all my niggas lit. Kusto can't cook. Flip. Flip. Man, I really like that shit. So, as a creative, what are you currently creating? Uh, I'm working on this So I'm dropping a project Called Chuck Brown Cousteau And I just made Some merch for it Yeah I seen the Chuck Brown shirts Yeah Like I really I really fuck with Chuck Brown Man that was like the uh, The first The first song I heard From Chuck Brown Was the Bustin' Lucian I feel like Bustin' yeah, yeah. Uh, uh. And I was forced To listen to it Because like What I wanted to listen to At the time uh, We ain't had like Like when I was young Like I ain't I ain't I ain't, I ain't that old But I'm still young But like when I was Like growing up I ain't really had no MP3. I got a, a CD player for my birthday. So I asked my grandma, can I get a CD? She handed me all these CDs with all these old artists. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, I can't listen. I need some Dipset. I need some Ludacris. You know what I'm saying? And then she gave me the Chuck Brown CD. So I'm, I'm flipping through the CD. I ain't really, like, liking none of the stuff. So I'm just like, all right, I hear Bustin' Loose. I was playing that joint, like, the whole day. I'm like, I fuck with this joint. But it was like, I couldn't fuck with nothing else from Chuck. But as I got older... I just revisit it because I'm like I'm I'm older now and I can understand things like I understand like the message he was trying to portray and I was like oh nah that's that's real DC he created a whole sound and other go go bands like he created a whole sound and people followed behind him so I had to pay homage to him. I don't know I um 
thinking about merch, I was, I don't know if the, the DC went through to me, like, uh, there's just a change, right? Mm -hmm. There was several years ago, you could go to club love H2O park. Like there was these events and there was these VIPs that you had to pay a lot of money to. And then I used to go there. I used to feel like it was whack cause you had to pay so much money to, um, to have a good time. Right. Like if I ain't have a bottle, I ain't really gonna catch nothing pretty walking through there because that's the worst. Yeah, it, it was bad. So like, it went through this metamorphosis, and now you can go to you know most people I see on bars or whatever. Right. And like, really, it changed for me because I don't pay to get in shit no more, right? Right. But I still kind of feel like fashion is in the same place. It's like um, it's all more democratic now. No, that's exactly it, man. Yeah, like, it's yeah, like Yeezys, right? When them joints drop, I can't. I don't even sign up for that shit no more, right? Because you're never going to get one. Yeah, because you're never going to get one. <laughs> what, what, what made me think about this was his merch. Because if, if I'm an artist, if I'm a creative right now, hmm. you know, Kingpin said the same thing. You got to know how to sell that. Right. You got any plan of attack when it comes to your merch? Are you going to do stuff like they do? You're going to drop 500 and as soon as it sells out, I'm going to be mad because I can't buy a shirt? or like. Nah, it's just... It's gonna sound corny, but it's just the power of love. Like, people really fuck with me, so like, they just they buy the merch. Like, I can be out on the street and like, I can just have a random com a random conversation with like just anybody. And like, what you doing? I'm like, yeah, I do music. I make merch. All right, let me see something. They like it. Bam! I sold a shirt. It ain't nothing corny about the power of love. Yeah, yeah I don't, nah, I mean, don't want to yeah, sound like very nah, white. About love yeah, in we yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we bounce. Don't that. even bring that energy. Like, we all love yeah, over nah, here. That's, that's, that's all. In, yeah, that's energy I carry. So. Yeah, I just always, like, you never know who you're going to meet on the street. Like, they can be dirty. Like, just speak to them. You never know who that is. Like, you know what I'm saying? They might be dirty that day you see them, but the next day you might see them again. They might, you know what I'm saying? Like, they might be a different person. So you just, I never put nothing, I never put nothing past nobody. You know so what I'm saying? I give everybody a chance. My secret weapon, no bullshit. I got some simple-ass secret weapons, but they, they work miracles What do you me. What are you using your weapons for, Chris? No, I'm not using them currently, but, okay. but like, See, well, I'm at, I don't know. Do you, I mean. But I, I try to give somebody a compliment, right? If I meet them and there's like an inclination for two seconds for something they did that was kind of dope, I try to give them a compliment. And I try to be very gracious when I mean. So I say, say thank you a lot or something like that. That shit right there, like I've had coworkers be like, yo, this girl's feeling you. And I, and I've never tried to holler. It's just like simple ass. Shit that I wish everybody kind of understood. So you shaking your head. Yeah, man, because you... you <laughs> we Listen, when I asked Chris what uh, what kind of weapons he used, he gave me a look like, oh, what is he using his weapons for? He gave me a look because Chris used to be really out here. First uh, off, first off. What? <laughs> oh, am, I, am, I, am I saying too No, much? you can say whatever you want to say. But I don't... I, I don't think I was... Yeah, I was bad. Never mind. You were terrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You were terrible. Yeah. So Chris used to be out here, and yeah, he came up with some weapons. I guess he's still using them. He don't really know he using them. No, nah, not really. Not like I used to. So what is it like, I guess, being a star in D.C., man? How the ladies uh, treating you, Jay? Uh-oh. You see it's a woman in the studio, right? So what that mean? That don't mean that she could uh, be part of the crew. Um, I ain't, So it's kind of weird because, like, all right, so I got, like, a thousand-something Instagram followers, but, like, my love throughout the city is very big, so I don't really, like, boast about knowing people or knowing certain people and shit. It's just, like, people see me at certain places. I'm like, oh, you you know such and such. Like, you know what I'm saying? People treat me a certain way because, like, they're like, oh, he don't got this many followers. Oh, he ain't make this publication. He ain't make this publication. So 
it's just it's right now it's weird but it's it's grown like i got a concert coming up uh, a lot of people rsvp um i'm almost sold out no heavy promotion uh where's the concert at maquetta when june 10th when from, from three to eight but I want to say something real, real quick, just about Jay. So, so I moved here a year and a half ago, and this is one of the first kids that I really like met through the Maketo world and all that. I've never seen somebody like grind harder on the street. Like every week, this guy's like new shirt, new mixtape, new event, new music video, and it just doesn't like it hasn't stopped as long as I've seen the kids. So, I don't know. I feel like a lot of young kids on SoundCloud just kind of put stuff out and they wait for the followers, but I'm, I'm seeing the work you're putting in on the street for sure. Yeah, because at the end of the day, it's all about when I when I leave this earth, what I'm going to leave, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to leave quality. I'm not going to leave, like, a bunch of tracks you got to go through to find the best one. Like, I'm just trying to put out quality on top of quality on top of quality. Like, I'm not paying attention to nobody else. There's no competition because at the end of the day, I'm a, I'm one of one. Like, nobody was created exactly like me, so nobody can think how I think. Even if you study me and learn me, I'm still going to change it up. Like, I'm telling you, I'm going to change it up so you're not knowing what to expect. You're just going to expect a change up, but you're going to be like, damn, I know he said he's going to change some shit up, so I'm expecting some new shit. But I don't know what new shit he about to drop or what new shit he about to do or what di- direction he going in. You know what I'm saying? Energy, man. What's, what's McKenna? Is it McKenna or McKetto? McKetto. What's that? McKetto is basically a, uh, it's a, McKetto's experience. So, you got a coffee shop, retail, and It's on restaurant. H, H Street. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, it's on Northeast. H Street. And they sell, uh, they sell like all the like, the top clothes like Ravs, Vans, uh, some local brands. I did a pop up there, so my clothes. Uh, a few other people did a pop up there. They got uh, nice designer clothes there too. Yeah, the food's amazing as well too. I think that's the new business model. I, I've seen business pop up. There's a couple of places that have like, I don't know, chicken and whiskey. You get your chicken up front, and there's a bar in the back, mm-hmm. and it just seemed like it's working. Yeah. Yeah. That's what this is. That's what this radio station is. Why is there a radio station in the front of a hotel? It's it absolutely like, makes no sense. And then yeah. a coffee shop right across. <laughs> <laughs> but it is, it is beautiful. It is beautiful. Uh, yeah. I, so, no, I agree. I think that is, you can see a lot more. Maketo is, is definitely a pioneer in that. Yeah, it's like a whole thing. It, it's a whole ecosystem. You go in there, it's like they could be printing Maketo money and you can get, <laughs> you know, there's so much diversity in the experience. A lot of retail spots ha- popping up like that. Do they do shows like I so aside from uh you know the merch and, and the the music uh, so I guess what I'm asking is Jack mentioned that um there's a lot of you of all the artists that came out of Maketo and you mentioned Maketo yeah. so how are they uh breaking artists or presenting artists to the community like how does that they don't even present I just I just worked there so uh, it's, yeah, like, it's like it's like the type of staff that's there oh uh, like Chris yeah, was yeah, it's, okay. it's, it's a couple of stores to me that do that same right. thing we were just you talking about you think what I'm saying that. like it's so much to me that came out of Commonwealth right yeah so I think it's the same thing like I, he's a creative he gonna meet everybody in the city that's creative because that's where they want to shop you think what I'm saying uh, okay and who knows where that could take you because but nah that's that's not that's not true at all because there's a lot of people that don't come in Maketo because of the way it look okay so it's like it look people like it like this right here like you said it's just it's glass like i don't seen a lot of people come over here and just look and be like what's going on like they just looking like people do that at Maketo so it's about you gotta you gotta be out here if you want to meet people like you can't just be like oh damn how you meet him how you meet them you gotta like put yourself put yourself in a position to meet people like go to new york go to this event like you gotta like you gotta look at everything. And be like, oh yeah, they have an event here. 
all right, so I know such and such is going to be here, so I'm going to be at this spot at this time, and I'm going to make this happen. You got a manager speaking for you, or you do everything yourself? I can't. I don't, I don't want to get my secrets up, so I'm not going to speak on my management. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but it's not just you, right? You were telling me earlier that you're part of a crew. Yeah, it's, I'm a part of a crew, so it's, it's me. So it's Cousteau Gang, Jay Cousteau, Il Cousteau, Javier Cousteau, Young Coca, Favron Cousteau, and my man, uh, my man Blum Boy. He's not Cousteau, but he's a part of the family. Okay. It's like so, Capadonna, man. <laughs> so we weren't going to do this. We weren't going to turn this into an interview. I'd rather just have a, um, a talk, right? But we, we are creatures of habit, so we normally yeah. have people here and we ask some questions. Let me ask you this. What should we be talking about as old men? What What are the younger kids talking about? Yeah. Uh. So you, y'all both from DC, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like we should be talking about the city, like what's going on right now, like with the uh. What was it that happened? Like with the Tony Lewis thing when he uh he brought everybody together up there. Union yeah, the, for people that were born in DC and they yeah. had the the photo shoot for uh for people natives. Yeah, DC natives. And it was like it just wasn't like it was like it's bigger than black people. It's not just black people. Right. Like it's pe- Asian people been living here. Like uh, white people been living here. Right. Uh, Spanish people been living here. So we need to like talk about everything. You know what I'm saying? It's just not. It's just not. Uh, like I really, I didn't get offended a lot by like I live here. I'm not a tourist. It's just like you didn't show no diversity at all. And like right. you, I feel like it was like a jab. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's a good one. I didn't. What else you got? Like, because for me, I wanted to go to that, yeah. but it was at nine in the morning. I was tired. So <laughs> was it about was it about gentrification or is it? It was yeah. It's, it's definitely about gentrification because they keep saying I'm not a tourist. I live here. Like right. It was a photo was, shoot yeah. through like Washington, the city paper, or some yeah. some local um, uh, uh, news outlet or something like that did a photo shoot and they they were saying I'm not a native. I live here or I'm from here, but all the people that they showed were white. So then Tony Lewis got wind of it, and he was like, um, it's a problem because they didn't show any diversity of the city. They made it seem like people who are native of D.C. are all white. And so he wanted to do something that showed the diversity in the city. So he invited people to come out to Union Market. And, uh, you know, only people that were born in D.C. come out to Union Market and do another photo shoot to show the diversity of the natives of D.C. I don't think it should have just been people that was born in D.C. like it it should it should be people that um, if you lived there for a certain amount of time and you and you did some stuff for the community, you from D.C. Like, you don't gotta be born. You don't have to be born here to be from the city. Just like, if you put in some work in the city, good or bad, like you 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 from it. You know what I'm saying? You from it. I will see, and I know a lot of people were asking him, "What if you live in PG County, or what if you what if you work in DC, or what if you spend a lot of time DC in DC?" So, so he would say, "That's true." He yeah. was saying he he what he said was, "If you were born in DC and then you moved to PG County, or you live somewhere else, technically you're a native, right? You were born here, yeah. So you it, you know if you're just visiting the city, happen to be, and you were born here, then you could come to the shoot. But I mean, I don't even know if they were really checking birth certificates. I think if you got enough love for a place and you spend enough time there, you invested your heart your passion into the city then you yeah. you from you can rep that city yeah for real because some people like was born in dc and they moved to new york lived in new york their whole life like adapted to that culture yeah so they can't come back and say they from dc even though they was born here like nobody's like, from the city you know in new york that everybody's from somewhere else right and anyway. that's kind of what dc is turning into really what do you yeah. what do y'all think is the the soul of dc right now uh there was a time where people would say go go to me right and at least it was in a conversation. 
Well, this people are saying I think that DC's losing his soul. Nah, I don't think I don't think so. I don't think we're losing our soul. I think people just it's like the the right things are not being covered, and it's going to come to the light soon. So I'm not worried because like it's going to come to the light soon. Like I know, like all like all the people. It's like there's so many creative people in DC that do so many amazing things, but it's like. People need to see it because, like, y'all sound like y'all don't see it, but, like, there's people out here that's doing stuff. So tell us about it. Uh, Like Tony Lewis. like uh, Right, but so I, I don't know. If, I was just posing a question because right. DC is very transient, right? Yeah. yeah. And when you talk to someone, to me, for, the, for, for a while, it felt like DC felt like J. Crew. That's how I would describe it. Like, it just... I go oh, to I Philadelphia. the vibe on the city as a whole. Yeah, like, yeah, I, I would go to New Orleans. I get, like... I mean, there's so much seasoning in that city. Mm-hmm. You go to New York. I mean, it, so much culture. But then when D.C., I guess because it switched so much. And then if you think, like, uh, I know Jack is from New York. And, and mm-hmm. if you have a conversation with Jack about New York, he'll say New York isn't the same. Never. That's, that's the story for New York always. Everybody at every point in New York is like, this neighborhood ain't the same as it right. used to be. <laughs> that shit just changes by the week. Like, in D.C., they'll say, oh, this neighborhood, like, you didn't want to be here five years ago. Exactly. And there's, like, one restaurant. And I'm like, oh, that's your idea of a neighborhood that turned over? Like in New York, give it a year. You got 20 restaurants. The whole shit's high rises. You know what I mean? Yeah. It just moves at a quicker speed. And then it's a lot of people refer to New York that are from New York. They'll say the old New York. Right. But to who? Right. Right. I mean, and I think it's similar in D.C. So like even Chris, you were mentioning old um, clubs. You said love. Right, yeah, you well, said. You know, it's funny. I, I, I think about Stephen A. Smith because every time he mentioned DC, he say Chocolate City, and to me, it felt like not, a joke. Yeah, it, well, because he don't know though. So well, I'm just saying, for me, and he I from anyway. I think, I think he's, he's from Philly. I think he's, he's from Philly, New York. Right? Yeah, no, he's from I Philly. Think, I think. No, I think you're right. Yeah, because he covered. He covered. He came up covering Iverson. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. Huh. I mean, <laughs> it's it's nothing wrong with the city being changed right now. I just well, he's born in New York. My fault. No, go ahead. I mean, cut you off. Oh, it's 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 nothing wrong with this. It's, it's nothing wrong with the city being changed right now, like all these new buildings and stuff and like all the new establishments because like people just need to go, go out and learn about these establishments. But uh, if I just, want, I just want like everybody like to get involved with like all this new stuff going on. So like if they build some new shit, everybody should be available to these new apartments. Yeah, you're right. These new condos. Yeah. It should be for everybody, yeah. not just for like certain people. So does it gonna, feel like to you it's available to everybody though? Yeah, I mean, I go into whatever place I want. So, I think other people should do that, but people are scared and, like, they don't know. Like, they just got to, like, they got to they gotta learn about these things. Like, they need to go in and ask questions. Like, don't be afraid to ask questions. Like, hey, if you don't know something, ask a question. Like, if I don't know, like, yeah, what's this establishment? Oh, can I walk past here? I'm not going to just walk past. Can I walk past here? Why can't I walk past here? You know what I'm saying? Like, just ask questions about anything you're doing. I hear you. All right, so we got... Someone else jumping on the mic. You got to introduce yourself. Uh, hey, what's going on, everybody? My name's uh, Leon Funches. I'm a good friend of Jay right here. Um, I go to Howard University. I'm a rising senior there right now. Congratulations, and, uh, man. Thank you. That's no bullshit school. That's a good school. <laughs> thank you. It's from the old D.C. And, and, I, will, and, DC I, and I will say that <laughs> if y'all walk in a line hotel, don't think you can just come in here and get on the mic, too, because we're bringing people in. But... Oh, <laughs> I, I take that as a compliment. I appreciate that. Yeah, you got more muscles than us, so we was like, "Fuck." <laughs> yeah, but um, I'm originally from Philadelphia, so um, like, just y'all having this conversation about like how the city is changing, like, 
when I go back home, because normally I stay in D.C. a lot mm-hmm. during the school year. And when I go back home, like, I feel the city change up a little bit every time I go back home. Just seeing all the different spots, like where my grandma lives. It's somebody new living on the other block uh, around the corner from there. It's just like it's always something changing. It's just like I'm seeing it happen right in front of my eyes. And it's just like it's crazy to see that, like how we've grown up and the city is changing. How do you feel about it, though? I mean, I don't. It's like I see a lot of people. I was looking on Twitter earlier today, and they was talking about the apartments up on Georgia Avenue, uh, right behind Howard, and how it's like eighteen hundred for a one bedroom. And it's just like the society we live in. That's good because it's like it brings development to the city and like brings development to those different neighborhoods. But at the same time, the people that used to be living there, they can't afford it no more. So it's kind of like depending on which side you on. It's like. Some people might see it as a good thing, and then some people might see it as a bad thing. So it's just like you got to be able to look at it in a different way. But overall, I think the people that used to be able to live there, they should be able to have the first grab at that opportunity to live if they're going to redevelop something. That's just my personal opinion. Though. I think black people have been, been getting our ass kicked for some time now. Yeah. But I think I think we have to learn from that, right? So if we got to keep taking the ass open until we learn, we, we just got to learn. What Learn what? I don't know. Maybe buy and secure the property that you in. Cause like, exactly. look how much stuff is, is gone up. They're gonna say I don't. I, I'm not a person. I like to play victim, right? You ain't take nothing from me. I either gave it to you, or you know, I couldn't. Something happened. Yeah, exactly. So I think we we just gotta learn our lesson. Cause you this city's be beautiful. No more. Hmm? I think playing victim. That's that's something I've been thinking about lately. Like a lot of the people in our community play victim a lot it's like oh man you know it's uh such and such fault it's their fault you know what i'm saying it's like you don't take that personal responsibility for something that happened to you because i read a book and then as soon as you start taking advantage or as soon as you start realizing that a lot of things that happen to you is your own fault and you take that responsibility then you'll be able to change a lot of things that is bad that happen in your life so if i'm living in a building right minding my business living my good life going to work every day paying my bills i'm a good citizen all right. Right. My rent is eight hundred dollars. Right. Or about there. Right. And then uh, a developer comes and they see an opportunity on my block to tear my building down and rent out and build a whole new building and rent it out for two or three times as much as I've been paying. Right. I'm a good citizen. I don't. Right. I I prefer to rent. He, he, right. He's, he's paying himself to be the victim. That's what's no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 this developer goes to the city because it's not just a person coming and saying, uh, I want to buy this building and, and um, you know, build something, tear down, build something else and rent it out for more. They're getting a lot of support from uh, outside investors, uh, stores, companies that didn't want to invest in this community now are willing mm-hmm. to invest in this community. The government giving people all kinds of tax breaks and opportunities to rip stuff down so and build, it, build new things. Cause, so for me... Am I a victim when um, I've been living here all of this time, supporting the community in the fashion that it was, whether it's a uh, high crime, um, you know, no opportunity for uh, economic development, um, no educate. The educational support isn't the same. Like the, the environment changes when uh, when it's certain investors, uh, you know, invest in a, in a particular part of a city. Right. So am I a victim if I say this isn't right? That I've been here for 20 years. I've been investing in this community. And now I've been priced out of the community that I've sustained. I don't, I don't think that. I don't know. But I know like 
two or three people that's happened to. Somebody came in and bought their building. They end up getting a check for like thirty thousand dollars, and that's they had them. to move but out. There's some people that they had to move out, and then once the building was completed, they got to move back in at that rate, or they got a check so they could just move out, and this check might have been bigger. So if it was thirty, it might have been fifty, and you just move out. Right, and that that happens too. And but there's also, um, they I'm sure they had to meet certain criteria, and there's far more than those few people. There's a whole lot of people that just get priced out of communities, right. or. And as Jay was saying, like you built and so U Street doesn't look like it looked five years ago, right? None of DC looks like it looked mm, five right. Years ago. So nah, if you, there's still some things that look the same. But like, if you if you driving down U Street, you'd be like, where is such a like you? It doesn't yeah. look or feel the same. Like I know, I know when like some of my people get out of jail, they're not gonna think we made it to DC yet. We're gonna be driving and be like, when we get to DC, I'm like, we're here, we're on U Street. Exactly. Like, and so for them. They may feel uncomfortable walking down U Street because the vibe isn't the same, the people aren't the same, and they're presenting themselves in a way that they're comfortable. But to the, the, it's it's different. It's changed, right? So, how do we create an environment that's welcoming to everybody? And and I guess it's not anybody's responsibility to do that, right? So a business person has a goal, and that's to make profit. The city has a goal, and that's to improve the city. Right. But how am I a victim if I say? I think this is unfair and I don't like it. I, I just don't like the word victim. There are victims. There are people that play a victim. But when you use it so broadly, it, it, it to me, it paints a picture like um, everybody's complaining and this is just fair practice. Deal with it. And it's, I, I don't think that it is. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I concur. It's definitely not fair practice. And I maybe victim isn't, isn't the right uh, word to use. But it's just like I know a lot of people do have that mentality where it's just like they don't take that responsibility. I think that's where a lot of people fall down. That's where a lot of people um, kind of lose their strength and uh, just being able to do something. Because just like actually, after a point in time, you just get to a point. It's like, oh well, uh, I can't do anything at this point. You know what I'm saying? You kind of lose that uh, that power that you have inside of you to be able to make a change when you keep on uh, having that complacent attitude. I can agree with that. I can agree with the part where if you not if you don't like something and you just get complacent, right? That doesn't help anything anybody. Well, if you're just joining us, you listening in the window seat. We got a uh, full studio today. And why um, did we get so serious all of a sudden? Did, was it me? I, nah, maybe I just, it was me. <laughs> I yeah, I said y'all wanted y'all wanted to talk about stuff, so we talking about whatever. You like, know what? Yeah, you could, asked what could, the kids are talking about, and that's what the answer was. Okay. Well, I'm, I mean, all kids ain't talking about gentrification, like. Yeah. But thank you for most uh, most kids my age. They like thinking everything gonna be alright, but that's you can't you can't think like that. Like you gotta like you gotta do shit, and if you're not doing shit, stop complaining. Stop being like, right. oh, they taking over. The, what are you doing? Yeah. What are you spending your money fast. on? Like it's it's easy. Like. It's not. I'm not saying it's like it's super easy, but like, like I said, like you can get on YouTube and you can learn anything. So right. it's not that hard. Like you gotta like you gotta know hard work. Like, luckily, I'm glad I grew up in a struggle, so I knew I know like a lot about hard work. So it's when things like happen, like say I'm getting on the Uber and my my Uber crash, hop on the bus. You think I'm about to miss something? Now nah, my Uber has crashed before, like oh, on some dumb shit, and I'm just like. All right, I'm yeah, two I'm blocks gonna... away from where I live. I'm gonna just walk. Nah, you don't need to get the police involved. It's, it's okay. Uh, I don't want no money. It's, exactly. it's cool. You just, you just go ahead and dip. I just dip. You know what I'm saying? All right. Mm-hmm. 
That's mm-hmm. the life advice right there. Yeah, that's <laughs> Just real. keep it moving. Like, I, I'm when you Uber crash, don't let it keep stop. It moving. Keep it moving. <laughs> like, I got to make it to the show. The show must go on. Mm-hmm. Can I ask you, have you read any Ta-Nasi Coates books? I was, I was, I'll be honest with you. I was supposed to read um, Between the World and Me. Um, for class? My freshman, yeah, for our freshman seminar class. Like, but, I mean, I had the book. I think I read <laughs> I think the audio book. Nothing? Nah, it was like my first... You know what I'm saying? You a freshman year, you know what I'm saying? You at Howard, you know, you're getting caught up in everything. You like, man, you know, and it was a freshman <laughs> seminar class. It's one credit, you know what I'm saying? You're not really worried. Like I knew I was gonna be able to pass the class. So I was like, you know, I'm not gonna read the book. But I still got the book. I had to buy it. Um I did wanna reread it. I seen Tana Hasi Coast around campus a few times. But just, I haven't found the time to uh, reread it. But I think I got like forty pages in. And it's that's like, a long no. Yeah, like his teachers listen. I skipped out on y'all. The college hey, no. Uh, <laughs> right. No, but I asked the question because um I read that book. Yeah. And he made Howard sound like like if you went to another school and you black, you were an idiot. Like he, yeah. he called that joint the Mecca. Like he yeah. was he was all over Howard. And right. for for a moment I was like, damn, I I really missed something. Yeah. I think anybody that went to Howard does that. Yeah, that's true. You're never going to hear anybody. Well, recently you will hear a lot of people talk shit about Howard. But mostly people with the environment, the vibe in Howard, people are going to. There's nobody that's going to say anything that went to Howard that's going to say anything bad about Howard. They're going to tell you the money ain't right. Yeah. The housing ain't right. Right. The food ain't right. Exactly. It ain't right that that you got to pay for Yard Fest now. (laughs) You can hear that shit, but. (laughs) We we all still got love for it. It's kind of like. I'm trying to think of a good example. It's like, uh, let's say you got a beater car or something like that. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You got a car. It's like, you know, it's going to get you to A and B, but you know, it's going to clunk around, make some noise and stuff like that. But you know, it's going to get you there and you know, you appreciate it for doing what it needs you to do. Or, you know, you appreciate it for doing what you need to do. It's kind of like, I, I would kind of see it as that. Like, if you go to Howard, then you know what's up and you know, you're going to love it, but you know, you're going to complain along the way. That's basically how I feel. Uh, I don't know. I, I know I agree with him. At the end of that book, he, um, I don't know, I just thought about everybody I know that's ever gone to Howard. And for the most part, they are impressive. Like, the people I meet that go to Howard are impressive. So, I walked away from that book feeling like, damn, I'm, I missed this good school sitting right you've here in my your, backyard. You've been on your book shit lately, Chris. You know, I'm trying to keep up, man. I can't, <laughs> I, can't, I, can't, I can't let, you know what it is? You be sitting at work, right? And you had these conversations with these engineers or whatever. And you can't let them run laps around you, right? Right. I just, yeah. when I was young, I went in the military, and I remember um, being at basic training and realizing that growing up in PG County, I didn't even know how to talk to white people. Like, real life, like, it was maybe four white people in my school. You dig what I'm saying? So, like, just having a conversation and talking about music, right? There's a journey. That journey song, um, what? Uh, don't stop believing. Sing it. Don't stop believing. Sing right? it. Sing it. That's like that's like white folks' anthem. Like yeah, everybody right. white know that song. Exactly. I never heard that shit, son. <laughs> I never like it. I grew up in a place that nobody cared about that shit. So it's it's just like you got to learn how to do certain things. But um, he painted a picture in that book. First off, Tahanasi Coates is like shit in gold right now. Like every right. time I hear him talk, he's saying some like he's saying some ill shit. Like people need to be paying attention, but. Um, he just made it that school sound like it yeah. was a shit for anybody growing up. So that's my two cents with that. Are we gonna take a break? Let's do it. All right, let's take a quick break. We'll be back. Uh, window seat broadcast live full service hey. radio. Where my yo? 
girl sent me in. She said hi, and I simply replied with a bitch bye, and I sort of left her saucy like a large fry. Yeah, we could have ended better, but. You could have complied, not like my collar mark. Went broccoli, re-complex on a Kawasaki. Sakura on the Saturday. My name is Echo Stub, but call me Ricky Bobby. My Philip Lim to your Ed Hardy. No biggie smalls, but a big poppy. V4s don't like a Rochester's cuz. Yeah, Kusto can't cook. Flip, flip, flip. Philip Lim go. Flip, flip, flip. Drugs they make me flip. Flip, flip, chef that boy cook. Flip, flip, flip. Now Jay, she Chinese or Malaysian. I do Muay Thai in the basement. What? Hell yeah, I'm impatient. Hell yeah. Left on the rail, now she waiting. Yeah. Find caviar, what I'm tasting. Yeah. I wear tailor suits on occasions. Hell. All my bitches be naked. Yeah. This good OG, what I'm facing. Yeah. Montego Bay from my Jamaicans. And a gazebo of Cousin Tracy. Yeah. I'm no good for your safety. I orchestrate on them faces. I wear reddish doing screen payment. Bitch. My xylophone goes crazy. Whoa. She wanna be my lady. Okay. But I'm too good for you, baby. Flip, 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 Kusto can't just flip, flip, flip. Welcome back. Uh, this is Window Seat. We're here with uh, Jay Kusto. I'm Omari. I'm here with Chris. That was beautiful. Yeah. I mean, come on, man. I, you know. Chris, you were supposed to do the intro today. What exactly. Happened? Thank you, Jack. What I'm glad happened? you said that. I, I ain't feel like stunting on nobody today. Yeah, right. <laughs> Every day after the show, next week, I'm doing the intro. I don't sound nothing like that. Yeah, that's exactly how you sound. Uh, y'all want to get into this uh, this new music scene in DC? Yeah. Absolutely, I do. Yeah. Uh, what, what, what you think about it as an older guy? Because I, I hear a lot of stuff. Uh, it's, it's a mumble rap. Um, is that DC or is that just... Nah, across it's the board. Across, that's, that's across the board, but they still said in DC too. Like they saying like, y'all know y'all roots. Y'all know about go go. It's just you know what I'm saying. Like we not. A lot of older guys say, oh, y'all 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 doing it wrong. Y'all not doing this. Y'all don't know nothing. But I listen to old music, and y'all talk about the same shit we talk about. My but man. we just got a different <laughs> swag man. with it. You know what I'm saying? And you got to think about it like this. Every every new era is gonna have like. That shit, I guess people under me that's rapping, I'm just like, I don't really, I don't really get all that. But I'm just like, it might not be for me, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. If somebody feel, if you, if somebody listens to that and, and they feel good about it, let them feel good. Like, let people feel happy. Stop trying to not let people feel happy. But at the same time, be not going to, like, let some of these artists, because I don't agree with all the artists in my generation, some of them just be speaking bullshit, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just be, it be pure bullshit, but... If that's how they express themselves, that's how they express themselves. Plenty of rappers spitting bullshit in the '90s too. I, I feel just like what you just said to answer your question. If you, if I had a kid right now, I'd feel a little bit more secure with the music they have now than the music I had because, like, I, you know, Lil Kim, Foxy Brown, like they was really that's saying true. some funky shit. Like, that's if I had a true. daughter, <laughs> you dig what I'm saying? At least, at least you got J Cole, so you got the option. At least you got Kendrick. You got the option if you want to hear something. I, I hear. Um, Willow Smith and you know there's people that you could listen to that got good positive energy so like we we grew up on some if you ask me some thug shit like it wasn't mm-hmm. I can't think of anybody but you did you listen to I Tribe mean, 
I mean, back in tribe, like that's the answer. Yeah. <laughs> back in yeah. De La Soul tribe. Back in DC, like it was just like a lot of go go. Like for me growing up, like people used to look like not look down on me, but they used to look at me funny because they're like, "Oh, you don't know about this go go song?" And I wasn't really into go go. I'm just like, I like rap. Like I was listening to Dipset, Ludacris. All that, you know what I'm saying? I wasn't really into go-go because all go-go didn't sound good to me. I'm like, it's just a bunch of people playing drums and a bunch of instruments all together remixing songs that's already out. But then, like, as I as I grew older, I'm like, all right, this go-go sound, I like this go-go sound. Like, they, So did you feel pressure to include go-go in your, um, in your music? Because I don't know if... I don't think they do that now. No, because go-go's not as popular artists, as it. I don't hear anybody trying to incorporate go-go. You... Nah, I, I, I love Gogo because like it's certain it's certain just because just because how I grew up, like I hear certain Gogo songs, I'm like, damn, I remember we had that cookout to that Gogo song or like I remember something good happened. Like when this Gogo song came out, a lot of good was going on around this Gogo song. You know what I'm saying? So that's how I kinda that's how I kinda look at the Gogo songs that I uh that I listen to. But I wasn't I wasn't really into it. Like I was kinda forced into the whole thing. Like my mother made me like dance with the Beach of Feet Kings. I couldn't dance. She was like you're gonna dance. I'm like, alright. And like the whole time they teaching me how to dance. I'm I'm writing raps. They like, like man, you can't be writing raps in here. But I I did both. Like they let me do both. They're like, if if you if you practice and learn the steps and you're good at the steps, you can go go back to writing your music. I'm like, alright. Teach me how to dance. And like, I just started I just started learning more as I as I got into it. Is there an artist in D.C. that you think y'all would have a good sound together? Just what besides, doing. besides Kingpin, because you said you already you already doing a. Uh, uh, I'm not. Uh, you said from DC, because like it's not really a lot of artists. It's a, it's a lot of artists from DC. My age, well, I'm not. I don't know. I'm not hearing because I, I know a that's lot. That's true. Most of like, I know. I know older than you. That's true. Yeah, they all older than me. Like Light Show, he older than me. You know what I'm saying? He's not older by that much, but he older than me. Kingpin Slim, he older than me. Like I want to work with older artists because I want to like show people that like we can make a song. That a sound like that's gonna be like timeless music, you know what I'm saying? You're not gonna listen to this song like, oh yeah, that used to crank back in 08, I mean, or 2018. Nah, this ain't still going crank. Like, right. I can still listen to some Chuck and it's still gonna crank today. Like, that's the type of music I want to make. Like, music, timeless music will last forever. But I don't think there's any artists, and unless unless you guys know, you know what I'm saying? I told you I live on the rock. Like, I really just focus on what I do because I feel like when I started when I start looking at other artists, I'm like. Damn, what he doing? Like, oh, he just made that. I I need to make that. Nah, I need to figure out what's wrong with me, what's wrong with my music, where I'm trying to go, what's what's my mission, so I can get better as, better as a person. You know what I'm saying? And as an artist, I'm impressed. I'm impressed because it seems like you uh, um, are self motivated in a way that a lot of young people aren't, or it seems like a lot of young people aren't, right? Because yeah, you don't yeah. see you just. I'm hearing you talk, right? And you're saying in the city that you come from, there's really not a path or you're not following a path that someone else followed, right? So you're yeah. creating your own path and you're doing it in a way that's uh, organic. So you don't necessarily have a plan. You just know you're going to grind, right? Yeah. So you, you, when you talked about your merch, you knew that you're going to have it with you. And as you're out, you're going to talk to people and you're going to let them know about what you're doing. You talked about not being afraid to go into places or talk to people about a certain place that other people are afraid of. Even if it's a changing environment, you're still going to put yourself out there or researching places, you know, different shows to go to, who's going to be there, who am I going to meet, just different opportunities. And for me, like, um, and I know you said people compare you to, to Our Future. Yeah, um, Our Future, like ASAP Gang. Right. Well, not, not me, but like 
my yeah, the group the crew a, the group right the group as a whole right yeah. but and for me to me it sounds like a similar path like yeah it's when you when they talk when i hear um uh, from from like, from, from Tyler, yeah, yeah, Tyler. 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 When Tyler I hear Tyler yeah. talk about how he started, or even hear um, you know, sweatshirt, whoever talk about what Tyler did, um, it seems like a similar thing. Like they were just having fun, they were in the environment, Definitely. they had a crew, and they got together and they said, you know what, this sounds dope to us. Fuck with anybody else, and we thing. exactly, and we're yeah. gonna do our own thing. That's that's what it, that's what it's all about. Like just having fun, like. I make music and like it sound good and I be like yeah and I I like making music from experiences so I go to New York and I be like I right, I need to I just need to get away so I can like rap about shit like I can't sit in a house and make a song like I gotta go somewhere like even if I just go down the street like I might go down the street and I meet something I'm like damn that was cool the shit I'm gonna rap about that you know right. what I'm saying like I'm a tell I'm like a storyteller you know what I'm saying I can give bars I came here before on the radio station and I gave bars just to let facts, the older facts. cats the older cats know that like. We, we know shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, greats are born every day, you know what I'm saying? Just because you have uh, the answers based off your experience or you was here longer doesn't mean that we don't know things too, you know what I'm saying? Like, we could have gone through a whole different experience that you've never been through out of your 30, 40 years in your life, and we got something to teach you, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. you can learn something from anybody, like, no matter who you are. That's true. And I think that's what, that's what makes you make it. <laughs> it's, it's like shooting free throws. That's what I always say. It's like, if you keep shooting them, you'll make them. That percentage is going to go up. At least. And that energy is contagious. Just a, just a feel-good energy is just contagious. So right. People going to respond to that. Right. But I, when you were giving him a compliment, I was thinking about just what he was saying about being himself. Right? Because it sounded like... Yeah. yeah that, that was, yeah, a, that was yeah. a big thing, man. My grandmother, man. Shout out to my grandmother and my mother, my uncle. They was like, when I started rapping, man, I was rapping about like a lot of guns and shit. And I ain't even know what I was getting myself into. And they were just like, you got to rap about what you do. And I'm just like, I mean, that's what I want to do. But it, you know what I'm saying? So they was like, I started like, I did, I did school songs. Like I done had like, I got eras of music. You know what I'm saying? I done made songs for DC, like uplifting the youth. Mm-hmm. Uh, I done made songs for school telling them about education and stuff and like now when I'm at in my life I'm just making music for what I want to do so like you heard the flip song I talked about like if she's not sucking dick she gotta catch an Uber like it's just real you know what I'm saying I'm rapping about real shit you wait know wait hold saying? up hold wait, up dude, that's real that's real <laughs> you gonna sit at home in an Uber <laughs> no I mean am I, am I like I, I grow as a person I, I, grow, I grow as a person so I'm never afraid like I wanna say the things that people won't say like people will have conversations about this shit like yeah, bro. Like I told the bitch, catch a Uber, bro. But niggas won't rap about. It. Like, why you not gonna rap? Like, if it, if you that person, rap about it. You know what I'm saying? Be about it. Like, be confident about it. Don't be like, don't don't have somebody come to you and be like. That's that's because they wild. really not doing that. Ain't nobody really gonna. Well, I'm sure. Let me speak for myself. <laughs> let me let me. Ask you. I don't know too many people that's really gonna put a girl in the Uber just because she won't. So. Or if they put her in the Uber, they are gonna at least pay for it, right? <laughs> they might pay, no, but they was planning on putting her in the Uber. What about anyway. I, I don't feel like driving her home later night. I, I might put her right, but that's not because she. I, I'm not gonna. I, I can't rap about it the next day because I ain't. I ain't trying to be an asshole. That's true. That's disrespectful. Yeah, I mean, but you gotta you gotta rap about what you do. Like I like I like touching on the the situations that a lot of people have conversations over weed and drinks. Like, hey, you know how like you you did that before? Like, oh, you see things on Twitter. Like when people put things on Twitter, they be like, uh. When your grandmother run out of chicken and you sneak a giant and everybody like retweeting it but nobody saying anything about it. Like mm-hmm. I like talking about the shit that nobody says nothing about. Like the real shit, you know what I'm saying? The shit that people think. Let me ask you, would you rap about love? 
Yeah, I did rap about love. I rap about like a legit love song. I got a legit love song. I'm about to. I'm about to. What's 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 a what's a your favorite hip hop love song? Just real quick. Uh, LL Cool J. I need love. Damn, you old as shit. But I own Miles Method Mary, so. Yo, I was gonna say that too. That's a good. That's how that's all so mine. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one. I mean, but over over time things change. So like, what you got to think about is. Just because somebody do something bad doesn't make them a bad person. They got to learn so they grow. You know what I'm saying? Just because I did that don't mean I'm a bad person. You know what I'm saying? Like, I grow. So now the music I'm rapping about, like, I'm rapping about gentrification or I'm rapping about just my experiences. You know what I'm saying? And it's not like I'm rapping about it because that's the hot, the hot topic. It's like I'm rapping about what I'm involved in. Like, how can my music... How can, how can my music stretch and, you know what I'm saying, make somebody's life better? You know what I'm saying? My music is all about changing somebody's life. Whatever, like... They listen to Flip and they be like, they listen to that shit. And it's just the whole energy behind it. Like, we that whole video we got the idea from uh, the Tupac video when they was in like the uh, the chairs and shit. Do you, y'all remember that Tupac video, the cookout joint? You talking about I get around? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I get yeah. around. That's basically how we like. You know what I'm saying? Like we got ideas from like certain videos. Like we really be like thinking about like how we gonna approach people. You know what I'm saying? We ain't we ain't just had 30, 30 dudes, thirty girls. On the corner, Custo gang cut. Nah, we got creative. You know what I'm saying? We made it a whole vibe. So, yeah. All right, All right Jay. Thank you for stopping by. No yeah, problem. I well, it. Tell everybody uh, uh, one more time how you got a show coming up, right? Yeah, I got a show coming up at Maketo, June 10th from three to eight. Uh, my project will be released tomorrow. Chuck Brown, Custo, all platforms, Spin Roller, Title, Apple Music. Anywhere you can find it. Amazon. Yeah, and Jay Custo everywhere. Like I'm on Twitter, Instagram. If you want to follow me, I'm everywhere. All right. This was the non-interview that turned into an interview. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> also, out to the Adams Morgan Youth Leadership Academy. <laughs> what? Um, you make so long. I didn't. Oh, I didn't hear what you. Okay. I didn't. Would you? I didn't. Listen, Jack, you're listening to Window at? Seat. Oh, oh, oh. Live we from the Line Hotel, Madison, Morgan, Washington, D.C. Thank you for joining us. Um, thank you for stopping in. We really appreciate it. And we'll catch you here next Thursday. <laughs> See, Chris got it. Oh. <laughs>